Welcome to the CONPOD, a Star Trek convention podcast, a proud member of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Here is your host, Ron Robel. Hello, and welcome to the CONPOD, a Star Trek convention podcast. This episode is being recorded on Monday, March 28th, 2022. Today, our topic is a pre-con for Star Trek Mission Chicago. To join me in talking about this exciting event, we have two guests tonight. Our first guest is a frequent visitor to the Star Trek Las Vegas convention, Brooke Horton. Welcome. Thanks, Ron. I'm excited to be here for your very first uh, maiden voyage. Our second guest has become a great cheerleader for the Star Trek Mission Chicago convention on Twitter, Patrick Patterson. Welcome. Hello. So great to join you. Thank you so much for having me. So this will be a lot of fun, but since this is our first podcast, let's go ahead and get both of your Trek origin stories, find out what got you into Trek, have you been to conventions before, and what's got you excited for the upcoming convention. Brooke, let's start with you. Okay, origin story first. Um, I started watching Deep Space Nine when I was 10. Um, It came out when I was 10. Um, My dad, who'd never shown any inclination to sci-fi up until that point, for some reason decided we should watch it together. I think he made it a couple episodes in and then bailed and I stuck with it. And so I was this little kid, you know, watching a show late at night. It's dark. Everyone else is in bed by the time it's over. And I'm watching like you know, changelings that are turning into furniture. And so I would go to bed so petrified, but I loved it so much that I kept it up. Um, Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's been a constant part of my life since then. Um, I feel like in the nineties, I was pretty busy being a teenager and, you know, doing teenagery things, but with the advent of uh, disc delivery from Netflix in my college years, I got to catch up on everything that I'd, that I'd missed and I'm current and I'm a completionist. I love it. And so is Deep Space Nine your favorite Star Trek? Yeah. I don't <laughs> see that. I don't see that being uh, usurped anytime soon. Amazing. Perfect. And Patrick, let's hear your Trek origin story. Uh, Deep Space Nine is my favorite Trek too. And uh, I love a lot of the new Trek, but I also do not see Deep Space Nine getting usurped amongst uh, my favorite Trek. I don't know. It's one of those things, like, I don't remember my very, like, I remember the first episode of Trek I saw, which was A Taste of Armageddon, original series. It was, you know, reruns, must have been in the summer at some point. I don't yeah. remember how young I was, but I I like to say I was born on Star Trek Day, on the 20th anniversary of Star Trek. So September 8th, 1986, Star that Trek turned awesome. 20 so cool. that day. Uh, it was meant to be. <laughs> so, yeah, so I feel like it was meant, yeah, it really was. Like, it's part of my blood. And, you know, my dad watched it, but it was more so that thing, like, I watched it. And Deep Space Nine was on when I'm just a little younger. It started when I was maybe seven, I think. Uh, but I would watch it, and I remember, like, the last episode, like, watching it, on, you know, in the living room and just being so excited and uh, all that, so... It, it was definitely my intro to like Trek fandom. That's great. And I know, Brooke, I know you've done a few STLVs. Patrick, is this going to be, have you been to Star Trek Las Vegas? Have you done conventions before? No, the so I've never done a Star Trek or sci-fi convention. I've gone to RuPaul's Drag Con here in Los <laughs> Angeles. Uh, but besides that, no, I haven't done any other conventions. That's incredible. Total tangent. Are you watching the current season? Who are you rooting for? I, of course, I'm watching the current season. Uh, I think right now I'm rooting for Willow Pill. 
Team Willow. So way to go. Like Willow <laughs> and Angeria. I love both of them. Uh, <laughs> but yes, and, and, and Espana started yesterday. I'm watching Espana, but I'm a big drag fan. I've gone to all but one of the uh, drag cons, and I won't be going this year, which is sad. But I'm going to Star Trek Mission Chicago instead. The Star Trek convention honestly, should always win. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, my guess is, like, so you've got you've got comic cons which spread out the interests right you've got people there for anime you've got people there for purely to be seen cosplaying but <laughs> rupaul's is like a one love you know it's the one thing that brought you all there so i'm guessing that translates like i'm guessing your experience there mm -hmm. will translate to star trek because again we're not all there we all like different shows we might all like different aspects you've got your cosplayers you've your vendor folk you've got people like me that really just want to see the other fans and friends that, you know, that I've, these friendships that I've developed, but we're all there for one passion. So I'm thinking it's going to feel familiar. Absolutely. I think uh, you can't find two conventions that'll have better cosplay than a RuPaul drag or RuPaul con and a Star Trek convention. <laughs> totally <laughs> the having, said, having said that, let's jump right into it. We've got a lot to go over. So this convention uh, has been, was announced well over a year ago. Um, and kind of slow to get a lot of information. You know, it, those of us that have gone to the convention in Vegas in the past kind of have a lot of time to prep with over 100 guests being announced very far out. Um, right now, last check, the Vegas convention in August has 69 guests right now. Um, we aren't quite to that number for Chicago, but we've had a lot of announcements over the last couple of days. Um, so tickets, uh, we have all kinds of different options. There's kids tickets um, for ages 6 to 12, the three-day tickets, $35. Single-day adult tickets are $65. Three-day adult tickets, $155. And of course, that three-day priority one VIP access for $750. Uh, so wondering, do you guys have your tickets? Have you received them in the mail yet? Um, Brooke, let's run with you. Yeah, I just got mine this week, actually. I've been trying on different lanyards and like giving it a day, staring at it. Like right now it's just green. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to pick. I probably will be on Etsy after we finish this call, trying to pick something really cool. Um, but I did get the, I'm, I'm going to be sporting the original series, James T. Kirk for the three-day adulting pass. Yep, and I ordered I mine. And I ordered mine early, um, again, not knowing the difference between my STLV experience and this, where I think we've known, we, one thing we do know is that STLV always has copious amounts of space, whereas Mission Chicago may be a different experience. So I definitely have been on top of making my plans, erring on the side and, of caution. And it's interesting. One of the things you mentioned with Vegas convention, everybody's guaranteed a seat in that main theater. And it's looking like even with the priority one access, the VIP ticket for that 750, um, it mentions there's reserved seatings, but it doesn't say it's guaranteed seatings. Um, so they're still encouraging people mm -hmm. to get there early. Um, Patrick, how about you? Have you gotten your ticket? What level did you go for this time? Uh, I went for that uh, 750 priority one access. So I better yes. get seated <laughs> nice. at where I want to go. I spent a lot of money for that. Uh, my... Uh, my lanyard, I don't have it on me right now, but uh, has Sonequa Martin Green as Captain Burnham. Uh, so that's who's Love featured it. on mine. Um, and she looks yeah. great on those. Oh, she looks, I mean, she looks phenomenal, period, point blank, but she does look <laughs> phenomenal on these. And I, uh, you know, I decided this is my first Trek convention. It's my first kind of like trip really since the pandemic. So mm -hmm. I went like hardcore. I was like, I'm going to get the best tickets. And 
Uh, I'll say this. I, I, I did that because, you know, this is the official, it's officially licensed. I was like, well, it's an official convention. Uh, I am a little disappointed with how little information we've gotten so far. So uh, hoping my, my 750 is worth it, but I'm still, I'm still very excited. So. Oh, I'm and sorry, your energy especially having... feels familiar, right? Like everybody seems to be in your boat. Like everybody's like, the sun is on my face. Finally, I've emerged <laughs> from the clouds. Like everybody's just ready. And that the turnout, I mean, just from amongst our Twitter acquaintances, um, the turnout's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. I agree. It feels like we've hit this thing running really fast. It wasn't maybe a month and a half ago. I actually emailed Read Pop. I was like, is this thing still happening? Uh, there hadn't been an announcement for several months and all of a sudden just the influx of information. Um, I think it's going to be a really big. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll see a lot of, a lot of familiar faces um, and you'll get to wave to us in the back. We'll all be in the back. You'll have those great seats in the front. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take, I'll take the good pictures for you all. So, you know, I'm happy you for you. Oh, yeah, great. it's good though. For your first time. <laughs> yeah. I did. And like I said, cause it is my first trip in tears. Like I went all out and like, I'm flying first class. Because nice. I'm gonna be bougie. I've never done that in my life. Yeah, <laughs> never flown first class. I got a suite at nice. the Marriott. Oh, love so, it! So, gonna be fun. Maybe, maybe you'll have space where we can play like um, a little Cards Against Humanity. Or I just got Trial by Trolley. So we want to, you know, play some in suite gaming. You know, evenings. Yes. yes. <laughs> perfect so having talked about tickets we go down the list to guests um so this is something for the longest time i think we only had a handful five or six guests um so we're up to i think over 30 at this point um and looking at the list there's some really good names i started out personally i have a budget i stick to and it's initially oh i'll get photos and autographs with everybody and all of a sudden having to make some pretty hard cuts um, so Patrick, with this being your first convention, who's at the top of your list to meet for autographs, photo ops, and, and which do you prefer, autographs or photo ops? Um, so I am, I, I have like switched who I've chosen a lot, uh, especially because they've been announcing people. So it's like they announce people and then it's like, I need, you know, you want to get everyone first because you're scared that something's going to sell out or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has not been a problem, but uh, so then they start changing or adding people and I'm like, oh, well, sorry, this person got a cut. And these are people that I had originally purchased and like ended up exchanging the ticket. Uh, but I definitely, I mean, you know, we're gonna have Captain Janeway herself, Kate Mulgrew will be there. I, I, I have, I, yes. <laughs> uh, and because Deep Space Nine is my trek, Nana is going to be there. Um, you will her, love her. She is incredibly sweet. Nana is just like embodies warmth to me. I've never met her before. I've just yes. like listened to her interviews and listened to her on podcasts and stuff like that. She just, I'm so excited uh, to see her. I'm going to see Tawny Newsome and Jack Quaid from Lower Decks. And I did get the, uh, um, poster I, I did have a little poster made of jack quaid in his spread eagle pose <laughs> or boimler that is not jack quaid himself but boimler's spread eagle pose that i'll be asking jack to autograph uh, that is awesome <laughs> I, and, and to answer your first question because i really went on a tangent i'm doing autographs and photos for kate 
and Nana and just autographs for Tawny and Jack. And Kate, I don't know if either of you, you know, are seeing Kate. She actually has an option so that you can do an autograph with a selfie at the same time. And like, I don't need the professional photo. I just need the selfie. So I was like, select. Yep. Yep. (laughs) They've got a good energy usually. And I'll say I've done the photo ops, the selfies, the selfies, I find always come out so much better. The photos, they do a good job, but the selfies, you're getting five or six pictures at the same time. And if you're going to blink, you'll you'll catch it. They always come out so much better. Mm -hmm. It's because everybody's ready when you're standing there doing a selfie. You're like, hey, all right, ready? You know, click. Whereas you're like, you're shuffling through with those professional photo ops. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. like, it's not clear to anyone exactly when the shutter is going off. It'll be interesting too. I know in, in other conventions, you can approach these folks and do selfies if they're not even listed on the website. It'll, it'll be interesting to see if that happens at this convention. Um, but Brooke, how about you? Any photographs, autographs lined up? You know what? I think that, to be honest, I haven't been to Chicago in so many years, even though I live like three, hour, three hours away. Um, I may be leaning my budget into food uh, for the long weekend, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I also have no more wall space in this. You can see my library, but like I'm out of space for things like photographs and I don't really just get them and then tuck them away. So I'm not going to do autographs or photos. I don't think. Um, However, I always do a quick blitz around my nerd room to see if there's like a piece of Deep Space Nine memorabilia or paraphernalia that I need a signature on yet. That's always possible, but I will say I am most excited. One, I've never seen Will Wheaton. I've never got to see a panel um, because he hasn't been to STLV for any of my my trips out there. And I I think in a similar vein, um, Lower Decks hasn't really uh, featured at STLV. And so I'm really excited for there's, you know, for there to be some Lower Decks love at this one. And um, Mike McMahon's not listed on the guest site, but he seems to be indicating that he's going to be there and part of the panels. So I, it makes me, it kind of makes me curious, like, all right, who are they not considering guests that are still special people that we'll be excited to see? Like, is Michael Westmore going? Cause I want mm. him to sign his book and you know, these behind the scenes people I'm as interested in as guests. So we'll see. I'm with you. I am a big, I've been collecting autographs left and right. And I get these little cards from Rittenhouse that has the p- patches of their uniforms. Um, and I'm convinced I need to get the Strange New Worlds cast. So Anson Mount being there, he's at the top of my list. And, you know, just for the heck of it, I'm bringing my cards from number one in Spock because who knows who, who will be there. Um, I know Mike McMahon, he said he's going to be there. They actually teased that we're going to see some clips from season three of Lower Decks. I'm so super, Ooh, super excited for that. And yeah, he confirmed a panel, I do believe, too. So he's for sure going to yeah. be there. Awesome. The the At least Aaron Waltke from Prodigy. I think also the Hageman brothers. Uh, I think... You know, so I don't think that they're considering guests, anyone behind the camera or behind the scenes. uh, I wish they would. I wish they would. I mean, these are the people who bring these stories to life. You know, Mm -hmm. they these writers and the the designers. And I mean, no, they've got equal standing for me. But maybe that's just Mission Chicago learning. Well, and we've seen a lot of these folks come to the, the Vegas convention um, and they'll be listed as a guest, but if they're not selling tickets, it doesn't pop up on the website. Um, so I'm guessing maybe Repop's doing that same thing where we'll see a lot of these folks at the last minute uh, who just, they're there. Maybe they'll do some autographs, maybe they'll do signings, but they'll definitely be on panels. Um, who knows? So how I'm do we know what to bring? Hoping, <laughs> right? I'm hoping we still see Patrick Stewart, to be honest with you. <laughs> he 
does. He hates uh, proven he likes a drop in. Absolutely. So looking at some of the events coming up, the schedule hasn't dropped yet. I know traditionally we probably won't see that until a few days prior, um, but there are a few things that have been announced as far as exploring um, the cosplay and family headquarters. Uh, we've got the cosplay showcase. Do either of you cosplay? Any big costumes? I'm not a cosplayer personally. <laughs> I love cosplay. I love people who cosplay. You know, like I said, I go to RuPaul's Drag Con. Like drag is like cosplay. I just don't. I, I don't get into it because I'm just too, I don't know. Like I just really enjoy being extremely comfortable at all times. <laughs> I think we've seen a lot of folks that go to Vegas and they've been so many times, they know the routine. They know exactly how many steps it is from their room to the convention floor with this. Everybody's spread out over so many different hotels that are all close together. We're not going outside at all. Everything's enclosed. Um, but personally, I, I don't do a lot of cosplay, but if I did, I'd want to make sure I knew exactly where I was going and be so comfortable in, in that walk. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm a t-shirt. I'm a Trek t-shirt collector. So I I mean, I'm wearing one now. I'm wearing them frequently. So that's, that's more, yeah, that's more my jam. And honestly, much in the same way as like, I love classical music, but I can't play a note and I love art and I can't paint a stroke. And I feel like I'm sound like I'm creating a limerick or a poem here, but, <laughs> um, but I'm an appreciator of these things. And that's exactly what I am when it comes to cosplay. So when I was looking at the events, I was really excited about this, like heavy, uh, this heavy attention given to cosplayers, but purely because I love that other people love it. I love their energy. Um, I love appreciating their work. There's something really nice about being able to compliment people and, you know, not being in the role of receiving, mm -hmm. but just dishing out compliments left and right. Like, you know, that's something I love. You know, it'll be fun. Some of the attention to detail in these costumes is incredible. So I'm excited to see that, that cosplay showcase. Uh, we have Wolf 359 Gaming. They say it's hours of fun at warp speed with free to play gaming zone. Um, I've played a little Star Trek online, but have not gotten heavily into that. Are either of you into the gaming aspects? Animal Crossing is about my speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not even like that. I'm like Wordle. Uh, <laughs> I can do a Wordle, uh, but I don't do, no, I'm not a gamer. Um, Star Trek online. Here's the thing. It's like, I know you can do stuff where it's like, I would just want to hang out at Deep Space Nine on like the promenade all day. <laughs> and people are like, you can just do that. But it's like, walk I around. have to get... I have to get through the training to do that. And let me tell you, even the training was too much for me. I was like, I was doing it for hours. And I'm like, when does this end? Bye. So it'll, it'll be fun to see what's set up there. I know, again, going back to Vegas, we've had times where they've had like the Dave and Buster's set up, which I don't know if you consider that a game or an experience, but they might have some really cool things to check out and, and play with. Um, also, well, on not to the mention the fact that some of the some of the people who work on the games are coming. Some of our acquaintances that actually work in these games will be there. And like, man, I'm excited to I feel like I'm just gushing. But I'm excited to celebrate those people and like hear from them, you know, like what their experiences have been in and kind of give them a moment in the spotlight. That'll be really cool. One hundred percent. So going down the list next is the tattoo quadrant. Um, they'll have the Ink Fusion Tattoo Empire there doing Star Trek tattoos. Are either of you tattooed? It's, it, this is one of those things that's on my bucket list. But <laughs> uh, So I am tattooed. I have many tattoos. I have a Star Trek tattoo. I have the Cerritos I tattoo. saw that. I love it. So I like, love if you it. Go to my, it's my pinned tweet uh, because it's I have the actual Cerritos. <laughs> it's hard to see because it's, of the blur. It that is beautiful. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, um, I do. I don't know that I would get a tattoo there. I would, I mean, the thing is like, 
tattoos take time. And even if like, even if it was something I knew I would want, like, I don't know if I'd want to invest the time. I, it's just like, but I think that's really cool. And depend, I'm going to look and see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But yes, I do have tattoos and I do have a Star Trek tattoo. I love it. Yes. My, so permanent. I'm, I'm also, a, I'm also a tattoo person, but I, I admit, so speaking as a tattoo person, my guess is they will have a book of itty bitty, mm-hmm. teeny tiny Star Trek images that people who have sleeves will be like, oh, I have a tiny gap. Just plunk that little com badge in there. Because when you get a full piece, which I doubt they'll offer for time, you really need to make sure your artist and the art form line up, right? Like it needs to be an artist who can pull off what you're looking for. You've mm-hmm. got Sailor Jerry to, you know, I'm I'm planning an Edward Gorey tattoo next, which is totally different. So mm-hmm. it, there's some subtlety to like the major pieces, but I, again, I've seen things like local art contests where they'll be like, all right, come in for 25 bucks. You get the state of Michigan, you know, like the outline of the state of Michigan and it takes mm-hmm. 10 minutes and it's about, we big and that's your uh your experience you know so that's my guess yeah i i assume the same i think like i what do they call it like flash tattooing where like you said they have a predetermined book i think 80 is probably a lot actually probably like 12 different looks and i just for me it's like if i want a tattoo i want something where like the outline either it either needs to be filled in or the outline needs to be more than one stroke because that just, they can get blurry really easily. The one stroke outline, I just like, I want something that's not going to necessarily fade after four days, you know? Yeah. Now, if they have temporary tattoos, you might see me signing up for one of those very quickly. <laughs> so the next on the list here was the escape rooms. Did either of you get a chance to check out these escape rooms that they have listed? I only saw one. Do they have multiple now? It's... I, it's hard to tell. I don't know. There's a video. And if you haven't seen it, go to Star Trek missions.com. Check out the video. It looks very science fiction. Generic. does not look like it's necessarily at all geared towards Star Trek or license. Um, in fact, the video at the end shows that they'll provide this escape room for free to any event. So just click here for more information. Um, $10 <laughs> per person. It looks like something that might be fun. It just looks really complicated to book. I, I don't know. Um, Brooke, have you any interest in doing one of these escape rooms? Uh, so, you know, when COVID hit and we were all like, what the hell's going on? Like nobody knew our lives were changing. Like, it fe- so <laughs> the day that my office got shut down and everyone got sent home for at then at, at that point, an, a, you know, an unknown time frame, I had an outing with my work colleagues at an escape room. Come to find out on the first day of COVID, we were like, let's close ourselves in a room together <laughs> and just be in the same space and share the same air. So I, <laughs> which was obviously a terrible idea. And there's uh, photographic evidence of it on Facebook where I was joking, like, did we do this right? This pandemic, right? And I'm like, oh my God, I got to delete that. <laughs> um, I probably would not do a generic escape room one just because of probably health and safety. And two, if it's not Star Trek related, um, I, I think I'd rather be doing any of the other innumerable things available at that time slot that are Star Trek related. So it's unfortunate they actually have there's a star trek branded escape room in vegas and i've heard there's one coming to orlando as well um so it'd be really a cool opportunity if it was star trek um but it's just it's science fiction it just seems like a 
generic kind of ripoff. So I don't know. <laughs> Looks interesting. Well, it's free. It's free. Patrick, $750 can't pay for everything. You know, it only <laughs> goes so far. <laughs> Got to get the free one. <laughs> so next uh, down the list was the Kate Mulgrew book signing. Um, it sounds like she'll be there signing books. I did notice they updated her, um, her listing on the website where you can buy the book and get the autograph as well at the same time. Uh, very interesting. I have not read either of her books, but I've heard incredible things. Um, Patrick, you seemed excited about seeing Captain Jane. Wait, do you think you'll be getting one of her books while you're in, in Chicago? <laughs> I, so I, I will probably buy the books, though the thing I want autographed from her is the autobiography of Catherine Janeway. So I won't have her autograph the book, but I will probably buy her newer book. Uh, and did you because, listen to yeah, the audio version? Did you listen what? to the audio version of the autobiography? Of course I did. Yes. The only way I was going to consume the autobiography was hearing Captain Janeway herself, Kate Mulgrew, doing the voice. Love Is it, it amazing? <laughs> it's in my Audible queue. Like I spent the credit a long time ago when it became available. I just haven't gotten to it yet. I, it's. I think it's good. I. You know whether it's amazing or not. I just think it's great to hear. And it was uh, before Prodigy, so it was just so great to hear Kate Mulgrew as Janeway again. Yeah. So I just loved that. It's such yeah. a quick listen to. I think it's six or seven hours. So it's really not one of those long 20 hour audiobooks. Um, it's Yeah, she does a great job. Uh, so continuing on panels and screenings, there's not a lot of information out there on these. Um, I did have to capture the wording on the website it says, let's explore strange new worlds across the Star Trek fandom. So I'm super excited for Strange New Worlds. And I don't know, I'm taking this as a teaser. We'll have a lot of Strange New Worlds content. Wouldn't be surprised if maybe we get to see the first episode, probably at least some new trailers. Um, but what are your thoughts? What kind of panels or screenings would you be really excited to see? Uh, Brooke, let's go ahead and kick it off. I, I think, honestly, for me, again, I'm coming from STLV, STLV, STLV. I'm so used to the STLV format that I'm just, ex I don't have any expectations other than I'm excited to see how some, how another organizer handles it. Right. We've heard very similar interview questions for some, I mean, I've seen Walter Koenig every time I've been there and I go see him every time because he's a darling, but I've heard him interviewed by the same people every time. And I'm really excited to see if Reed Pop shakes up the formatting of the panels. Obviously, we'll have different MCs asking these questions. Um, one thing I can say that I hope for, for Patrick's sake, um, is some of the most fun you get on panels is when you take just the right personalities and sit them next to each other. Personalities that have done these conventions before and they have a rapport and they just feed off of each other. And it's, it's hilarious. It's like improv. Um, so yeah, I honestly... I will say I'm going into it just with an open mind um, because this is something so new for both me and for Reed Pop. You know, they've mm -hmm. done Star Wars Celebration, but this is their first foray into Trek, and Trek is a very unique community. So we'll see. It absolutely is. Patrick, any big panels that you're hoping to see, especially this being your first time? Yeah, so I'll, I'll agree. And it does sound like Strange New Worlds. Like, they are kind of using... Mission Chicago to to kick off the like month of PR for it uh, because Anson Mount had a live yesterday and he kind of gave away a little bit you know he's like there's a lot coming between Mission Chicago and when it launches 
So I am thinking if we don't get the first episode, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to at least get like the first act or and or the opening credits. Uh, so I'm I mean, I'm super excited about that because I do think we're going to kind of be like it'll be like the first time it's premiered. Uh, I'm good for sure. I love Lower Decks. It's probably my second favorite Trek only because it's made purely to pander to me, I feel, uh, <laughs> as the geekiest of Trek people. So uh, I'm also going to enjoy the Lower deck stuff, but I know, I'm just excited for anything. Like I'm keeping my mom, mind open for what they could be and we'll see. I'm with you. It should be a lot of fun. It's the, the interesting thing with this too will be those of us are used to the, the Vegas convention, you have a seat, you can sit there all day. Um, with this, it'll be interesting to see if they do clear out the theater at any point and have people have to get out, get back in line. Um, but I think we're going to see some great panels. Something I, I did notice, we've seen a lot of folks coming to this convention that either haven't done conventions much in the past, James Cromwell, Will Wheaton, um, or folks that just haven't done it because of COVID and their shows are new. Um, Tawny Newsom, Jack Quaid. So I, I do think we're going to get some really good content. Uh, those that go to conventions a lot, you, they're great. Um, George Takei is a great example. He's incredible. He's engaging, but you can only hear the same stories so many times. Um, so it'll be fun to get some new perspectives from some of the new new performers too. Agreed. On our last topic here is the vendors room, uh, which is something I am always super excited about. Um, I squirrel away spare change and cash all, all year for this. <laughs> um, and we've got some really cool vendors coming out. Um, the website shows IDW. Playmates is a sponsor on the website. I didn't see them listed as being in the vendors room. Uh, fan sets will be there. Science Division with their interactive tribbles. And of course, uh, Bill and Dan from Trek Geeks will be at booth 1926. <laughs> um, but besides <laughs> the obvious Trek Geeks booth, uh, who are you guys excited to see for vendors? Are there any products you're looking to get? Oh, Star Trek Wines will be there too. That's towards the top of my list right now. But who are you excited about? Uh, Patrick. I so Star Trek wines is I got the canar so uh, I am excited to see what other potential options there are because I I, I want to see the others kind of live and in person uh, but I had to get the canar um, a little find it odd that Eagle Moss won't be there you know the official Star yeah. Trek Starships collection um, my Cerritos hopefully will be coming soon from them. Uh, but I, I don't know. I'm excited just to explore, like just walk around. The only other con I've done is RuPaul's Drag Con. And that's just what I do. Like, yes, there are things I want to go to, but I just literally walk and walk and I'll walk by the same place like six times. And they'll be like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm going to try this yep. place. So yeah, <laughs> that's just what I do. I'll probably hit everyone up. Awesome. Hey, Brooke, how about you? Who are you excited to see for vendors? You know what? I think it's time to get a tribble, it's time. Um, I don't have, I, tr I truly uh, don't have room for the ginormous tribble, you know, the one that's like <laughs> bigger than your head. Um, but I think I've been following science division for so long and that's definitely been on my on my mental list. Um, so I think I'll probably make a beeline for them this year um, and then just, uh, you know, bring it home on the airplane on my lap, I guess. Uh, Cause that's always the thing, right? Like for those of us who didn't like dr aren't driving in with a, you know, a small SUV to load up stuff. Um, everybody's got to be willing to ship stuff or it's got to be like not so heavy that you 
you know, you're paying like a ton extra in your baggage <laughs> fee. So it's like, so Patrick, like, you'll have to think like space, you know, like bring, make sure there's a corner empty or if you're going to be like ditching your clothes, you know, in favor of a giant <laughs> triple. But, um, I, I also am interested in the Star Trek wine. Um, and honestly, just anything random, like the last TLV, um, our friend Thad was, uh, sending me photos of the, uh, Enter, um, the Enterprise D dish set, which of course, once I got there, you know, that, that definitely was shipped home to me. And the, the first year I went, I got the, the, one of the tables, Ron, you'll know the table vendors, oh, the yeah. coffee table vendors that are at STLV. I kind of hope that they're at, at Mission Chicago, just because it's just something it's a, it's, it's just such a high quality product, but it's big and it's familiar. And like, honestly, it's here behind me in my, in my library. And it's probably my favorite Trek purchase. It's the uh, L cars of the enterprise D as a coffee table. Um, So yeah, I, I'm just, I'm excited to be surprised when I get there, to be honest. Um, And I'm excited for potentially new vendors who read pop would have sought out versus the vendors that are always at STLV. I agree. It'll be interesting to watch Burke on the flight home with her service animal, her big, on the lap <laughs> and you're right you know it, it's i'm always, always looking for a conversation starter <laughs> and it's always a challenge in that vendor's room i always bring a, a giant duffel bag that's about half back and eagle moss who i will be surprised if they're not there i'm thinking we have a lot more vendors that might not be on the website um, but those xl ships those boxes are huge <laughs> they're such a challenge to get home but cerritos is definitely the top of my list Come to think of it, like if you guys see me there and I'm carrying around a brand new triple, remind me to ask how you put it in airplane mode because <laughs> I wouldn't that be a thing, right? <laughs> right? If it's Bluetooth, you definitely don't don't beat it on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So that is all that I have on my list to talk about from the the website. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that you guys are excited about or want to talk about? Um, I know everybody's flying in different times. Hotels are all over the place, but what else has you guys really excited for this convention? Uh, Burke. Seeing people just the, honestly, seeing the people that I haven't seen in a long time. And I'm really grateful that we all um, have really embraced long distance uh, E relationships, you know, that we can be friends from across the country and occasionally we'll, you know, one of us will fly to where the other one is and we get to be together for a while. And, and there's a really special dynamic that I'm just, I'm excited to be in proximity to people again and get meals with friends. And um, yeah, it's to Patrick's earlier point, um, Chris, Ron, you and I went to STLV last time and I, I, we both had a blast. It was different, Mm -hmm. but I had a blast, but for a lot of people, this is their first foray back out into some semblance of normalcy. And I just hope it is that for people. I hope, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've had my struggles throughout COVID, but other people have had a lot harder. And so I hope for those people that really need this, I hope it's exactly, exactly the experience that they need to just kind of feel a little bit of lightness, you know, return to our, our lives. You know, given the I go for the people. I'm with you. And given the fact that creation, the STLV, as we call it, that happened last August, wasn't technically an official Star Trek convention. Uh, So this will be the first official convention since the pandemic began. So it'll, it's definitely well past due. And I think everybody's ready for that break. Um, Patrick, what's got you really excited coming up? 
so I agree. It's the people like you build these, you know, kind of parasocial relationships with people on, you know, Twitter and stuff. I'm very active on Twitter. And then it's like, you, people start saying, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to Michigan, Chicago. Then someone else is saying it. And it's like, oh, like, it's kind of like a reunion, uh, but with people I've actually yeah. never met in person. Yeah. Totally. Uh, so, I mean, that was for me, like people at the beginning were like, oh, like there aren't that many guests announced and, you know, all this stuff. And I was like, I didn't even think about that. I wasn't even <laughs> totally. going for the guests. <laughs> totally. So Spoken for me, like a convention veteran. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's for me is what it's about. Like I just am excited to see all these people I've built these relationships and friendships with and just enjoy the time there. And if if you love it and decide you want to do more, I think you'll find it's a little like being a kid going to summer camp and you have your camp friends and you're like, oh my God, every summer I'm so excited to go <laughs> hang out with my camp friends, you know? And of course, at that point we were like, I mean, when I was going to camp, there was not Twitter and there wasn't like, we weren't texting each other or maybe we barely were, but um, no, I mean, yeah, the fact that we have easy access to each other every day is great. But mm -hmm. the fact that we get to actually go and like commune over this thing and you'll be like, oh my God, you're, mm -hmm. you're so much taller than I expected. Or like, <laughs> and it just, you know, there's just, there's something, you know, over a medium, even like zoom, you just don't get the warmth of a person or, you know, I mean, there's just something about being in the presence of other people. Um, but speaking on my, I'm curious what, um, what read pop will ultimately come down with for, um, like COVID protocols. Cause they've mm -hmm. been pretty quiet about that, at least to my knowledge. And I did click on the website today in preparation for the show. And it kind of just said, we're monitoring things and check back. So I certainly hope Ron as the go-to convention guru, you've probably got your ear to the ground and can tell us when you hear something, if we don't. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't announced anything yet, to be honest. And I've seen a lot of people, you know, I think a lot of folks will still be masking up. Um, I'm sure we'll see hand sanitizing stations everywhere. Um, and they haven't even mentioned necessarily bringing your vaccine card. I would advise everyone that's listening, bring that card just to be on the safe side. Um, yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what we get at the last minute for protocols. Yeah. So having said that, thank you both so much for joining us this, after, this evening. Um, like I said, we're 10 days away from this convention. I'm seeing a lot of folks post online asking questions what it's going to be like. This is new to all of us. It'll be a brand new convention. Um, so we're excited to see everybody. If anybody wants to connect with you guys online, where should they find you, Brooke? Uh, on Twitter, I'm at the Replimat. Um, and yeah, connect with me there. I mean, we've just got a few days left. I definitely put up a picture so that like, this is my actual face. You know, that's always nice, right? Maybe that's a good plug, Ron, is like, if you have an avatar and you're comfortable, maybe think of putting up your, your actual face so that people, I mean, half of it, I don't know, we'll still struggle to, you know, recognize people, <laughs> but, um, but just something so that there's a little bit of recognition. And then there's the, um, I know at least last time our friend Thad, um, he actually put his Twitter handle on a, on his lanyard, on a little card and his name so that, you know, um, and his pronouns so that it was just an easy approach, right? It was basically an invitation to say, like, I'm acknowledging that, you know, who I am, like, please walk up and say something. And so I'm, I'm contemplating doing the same thing. I think that'll be helpful because we all, every one of us has struggled at one point to like feel comfortable approaching people, you know, so. 
And I find a lot of Star Trek folks, myself included, deep down, we are all introverts <laughs> who go to mm. these conventions to become extroverts. And it's always a challenge to push out of that comfort zone. Um, For so sure. I love that. Um, Patrick, if people want to stay in touch with you online, where can they find you? Uh, I'm on the Twitter. So it's at PDP does Trek. So um, Patrick Dale Patterson is my name. So at PDP does Trek. Uh, so you can find me there. And I agree. I actually think it's a really good idea. Maybe I will put my uh, my hashtag or, or rather my my username on my lanyard. I think I think it's a great idea, especially if, if we're masking, you know, I mean, you're you're only working with half of your you know facial recognition. Absolutely. Perfect. Well, thank you guys again so much for being here. Uh, we look forward to seeing everybody at the convention. If you are interested in hearing more about the convention, uh, the Trek Geeks podcast will be dropping an episode on April 6th, so right before I think most of us are flying out, um, talking about the convention. So definitely get a, a good update from Dan and Bill. Uh, but thank you again for being here. This has been the Con Pod, your Star Trek convention podcast. Thank you guys so much.